What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and today I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Summer Day, who is raising money at an event. Her goal is to raise $50,000 to help obliterate sex trafficking. This money is going to organizations that are on the front line. Her and her husband have sold everything, are in an RV, and traveling the United States to help obliterate sex trafficking, the gospel in real action. And my hope is that you enjoy this and that you're inspired. If you find value, you know, subscribe, leave a written review. Let me know how you're doing out there. Share this with your friends. But also I wanna encourage you to get to her first, one of her first events she's ever done. So I'm excited for you all to meet Summer Day. Without further ado, here we go. Excited. What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and I'm here with a new friend, Summer Day, who I met in Tampa, Florida. And she has a message on fear into faith and the importance of God's word. And if you're tuning in, it's because you desire to live a life set apart. And if you stumbled upon us, welcome to the tribe. Welcome to our family. I'm excited that you guys are here. And it is so important to me in this podcast that people hear what God is saying, what God is doing, and that people are turning their hearts to Jesus, the man Jesus, because whatever you need in life is going to come from that man, and it requires your choice of turning your heart to him. So without further ado, we're going to hop into this podcast about fear. So I'm believing that you guys tuning in, anybody battling fear, that fear is going to be stripped from your life, and faith is going to come in for you to stand and agree with what God is saying about you. So Summer day, I'm going to be hearing from you for the first time right now up on this podcast. Will you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you and your family are up to these days? Sure. But I, I felt like your introduction was like, and the podcast is over. You just need Jesus. Like, ta-da! Right? <laughs> go find him. We're done. <laughs> I love it. I loved your intro. Um, sure. Okay. Real quick about my family. So a couple years ago, God basically told our family, pick up your mat and walk and to get rid of all of our stuff and to full-time RV. Cause he was going to send us into ministry. And so we started doing that, uh, even before COVID hit and then, uh, COVID hit and everyone's like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. God said to leave by August 1st. So we did. And we sold our stuff even when the pandemic hit and couldn't have garage sales or anything anymore. And we are doing that. We are um, full-time RVing and just going where God tells us to go. Uh, I had no idea where our ministry would be, but it actually, God just, he knew. And it's mostly been um, online. I think, you know, I have a group of 6,700 women reading the Bible cover to cover that uh, started last year off of one Facebook post two weeks before we left. So two weeks before I was going into ministry and I didn't know what that looked like, uh, God did and he um, delivered. So we get to full-time RV. We've gone to several states so far and what it allows us to do is just do the work of the Lord. Like July and August, we will be living on somebody's property in Florida because we're helping them raise money to build a home for women and kids that are sex trafficked. And so our family gets to be there and my husband's going to head up construction and he has a, a bunch of friends that are like taking their vacation week to come donate their time to build that home. And so that is what God is letting us do uh, because we obeyed. So that's my family. <laughs> that's amazing. And your mom? 
I'm a mom. Yes. I have three girls. They are age 12, eight and four. That's yep. amazing. Sorry. We have loud trucks driving by and welcome to Jamie Lynn's world. <laughs> it's because you need Jesus. Yes. Oh. Um, that's amazing. Okay. So talk about fear into faith. Let's just talk about this for a second. Okay. Sure. I sold everything, the comfort, the American dream to go live in the non-American dream, which is a lot of people's dream to live in RV. And that's actually happening a lot. I'm starting to see that a lot more in ministries and ministry leaders. They're packing up, selling and getting an RV and going where the Lord leads them. So I would say you're one of the first ones timeline wise that I've heard of doing this. So what is that? What came up and faced you guys when you heard RV? <laughs> oh, it was, it was a very interesting journey. That was probably about seven years in the making of, we were going to do it, but I thought we would do it for like six months just to homeschool my kids across the country and show them a real view of history. And then in May of what was it? 2019 while praying at church, God was like so gentle. And he's like, you're so cute. That's not what's happening. I'm sending your whole family into ministry. And he actually gave me a vision of my daughter. She was six at the time. And I saw a vision of her on the side of the road, laying hands on somebody, praying for them with three people behind that person waiting to be next. And he said, your entire family, like, like don't discount your six-year-old and what I will do with her. And so in May of 2019, I knew God was sending us into ministry, August 1st, 2020. Uh, it was very surreal. And as the days got closer, it got more surreal. And what a lot of people don't know is I was a huge closet, like pack rat, like hoarder, like getting rid of my stuff was really hard. And, oh and we had a, a theater company. So we had like a warehouse of stuff. My husband's mom had died and we had a garage full of still her stuff and we had a storage unit. So we had a lot more than your average American family to completely purge. But I will tell you when I surrendered to the fear and I shifted into, okay, faith of what God was going to do. Um, it got easier and he started opening up opportunities for me to get released of stuff. I am so grateful. I started to get released of stuff and to find new homes for those things. So the things that were special, I didn't share. I mean, I didn't sell. I just went, okay, Lord, whose life would be blessed by this. And so I got to gift a lot of things, including our car. We gifted our car. We gave our car away because in May of 2019, when God said he's sending us into ministry, he actually had a lady named Kathy Greer, who's a known prophetess at our church on Sunday. I didn't know her. And, uh, she told us when I went to meet her, she knew nothing about me. And I said, well, next year we're going full-time RV. She said, oh, there's a, God told me there was a couple from this church. There was a family that's going to full-time RV. We're supposed to pray for you. So he kept showing us signs and wonders and things of what we were going to do, including telling us and confirming that the RV would be, um, provided. And so we went on faith that the RV would be provided. And so my husband said, God told him to provide our cars. Once we got the RV, let's provide our car. And then he said, nope, you have to plant the fields. <laughs> then he'll bring the rain. So we actually, we gave our car um, away and provided a free car to somebody. And we did have the RV provided to us. So it's been quite the, the, the journey in the last um, year. That's so, amazing. That's I think we're going to see, I, I'm so encouraged by this because it's so cool to talk the talk and it's another thing to live it. And 
it's not always glamorous. I think a lot of people see people in ministry doing ministry full-time and they don't understand what happens behind the scenes for people to get there. And it's not glamorous. It's not like a like it's not this glorious ride always no pun intended with the rv glorious ride but you're you're riding (laughs) glorious in jesus name but um you got them glory wheels but i think that that's something okay so so this fear into faith thing why what has happened in your life that has caused you to be so passionate about this message fear into faith what's happened well uh i used to walk in a lot of fear I actually uh, went through a lot of trauma, which we don't have time to talk about in 20 minutes, nor would you want to hear about it. But I went through a lot of trauma where I was having um, panic attacks, huge panic attacks. I actually was having seizures. I was having 20 seizures a day. Um, I had been diagnosed with panic disorder, severe PTSD. I was told by two therapists I needed to go to inpatient treatment. That's how out of control fear had been in my life. And my journey to surrender that um, through walking stronger with the Lord through forgiveness. A lot of what was going on with me was rooted in deep seated trauma and unforgiveness. And when I walked that out and started the process to surrender, my whole life has changed. I've been walking just a surrendered life to faith for, for three years. And I can't imagine living another way. So the reason I'm passionate about it is because I've seen the fruit in my own life. And I've also been coaching women in the last couple of years out of their fear and into faith. And then when you see their fruits, you're like, oh my gosh. And then the more you study the word, the more you're like, huh, do not murder is only mentioned in the Bible 10 times. And when I survey people, how many times do you think it says not to kill people in the Bible? People are like, oh, I don't know, hundreds. No, it's 10. It's through the 10 commandments and a couple of times indirectly. And then when you study the Bible, It says 365 times not to fear, but when you add in not to fear, not to worry or not to tremble, it's over 600. So I just looked and went 600 times, don't fear, don't worry, 10 times don't kill. I I started realizing we actually are walking in in disobedience because he doesn't gently say, hey, maybe you should not fear. He's like, do not fear, do fear, do not fear. And it doesn't sink in for most people. And so the more I study the word, the more I'm like, okay, I have got to tell people, get in the word and look what he's saying. He says, don't fear. And what I believe happens with fear is like, it's almost like this giant wall that you put up between you and God. And you're like, oh, nope, nope. I'm going to choose fear. And God's like up here. And he's like, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. And you're like, no, I'm just going to stay in fear. And he's like, but I keep telling you not to, I keep telling you not to. And when you release it, I believe that's when like the blessings come when you shift into that surrendered life of faith it's night and day it's night and day and the people that i know like i saw like i was telling you the people that i know that are in the word that spend time with jesus in the secret places and then they're reading it not depending on man's interpretation none of them want to go back to living in the amounts of of fear so i'm passionate because my own life and i'm passionate because of the results and the fruit that i see in these other women that's so good I think that's really key, you know, um, when hardship comes or difficulty comes or shaking comes, whatever comes out of us in those moments, I think is indicative to what we've been storing up and putting in our own selves. And there are times, look, I am, I carry a message of holiness because I believe in it. Okay. And I have also like the same thing. I could say the same thing. It's like, because I wasn't and I am, and 
I'm, I'm putting my, I'm putting my whole life into this message and I'm, I'm quick to repent if I trip. And, and I know there's a, there's a day that could come where I say no to temptation every single time because he showed us that we could, you know, like, but I also recognize that when I'm not protecting my time in the word and I've had, you think that, you know, like you should have learned by now, but it's like when I have those moments and I don't want to normalize that because it should, heaven's normal is not outside of the word. It's, you know, like digesting it all the time. I don't do very well in life. I feel disconnected. I feel more um, impatient or whatever it could be, frustrated, angry. I mean, it would show up in different ways, but when I'm not protecting my time, the word, I can tell when shaking comes, how I respond in that moment. Yeah. And so for you guys tuning in, I think practically what I'd love to hear from you, Summer Day, because we love practicals on this podcast. Practically, <laughs> yes. So practically, you're saying read the word. So when people are feeling fear in some area, you know, you could be struggling with something that's like, you've never told anybody because you're so afraid, or maybe somebody on here is experiencing panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Maybe you're struggling with, um, really believing God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Like whatever, I think trust and fear can really be interwoven, but what practically then would you say to somebody right now who is struggling with fear? Oh man, so many things because you know me, I do whole weekends where we hit everything with fear. Um, first of all is being in the word also, uh, spending time every day with the Lord. Uh, also paying attention to, I teach about the power of positive language and how you speak and what you speak, what you see and what you hear is affecting you all the time. So you need to look at what's around your environment. A lot of people plagued by fear and anxiety don't realize that the TV shows they're watching, the movies that they're watching, the, the stuff they're listening to, it's all programming them. Yeah. Even the podcast that they're listening to. So you got to look at, are you surrounding yourself with a piece? Because if you're not surrounding yourself with peace, that's like step one. You got to get stuff out of your home. You've got to get stuff out of your brain. You've got to reprogram who are you spending time with. Are you spending time with a lot of people like you that are in depression and anxiety? Well, it's like a thing of osmosis, right? You're going to keep getting that. You need to be mindful of who you're spending your time with. If you want to be called up higher with the Lord and you want to not be walking in fear, you got to spend time also with people that are not, that will encourage you, that will help you to be held up quicker. Um, and I want to talk about being in the word. Okay. Cause I tell you, I've seen results last year in July of 2020, I did a Facebook live to see if I could find five friends to read the Bible cover to cover in a year. Cause I had just finished my first time, but it took two and God's like, great, good job. Do it again. Hit your goal. I'm like, okay. And from that one video, it got shared like crazy. And we had 6,700 women in a group in two years. And so I have watched women now over this, uh, sorry, in two weeks, I've watched women now over this last year. We are in week 49. I myself am on week 49. I am finishing the Bible in a year and we have countless other women um, like Karen. Karen's been trying to read the Bible. She's been reading it for 58 years. She's in her seventies. She's been reading for 58 years. She's never successfully read it cover to cover. She's on week 49 with us. And, um, and so I've seen the results in their lives of these women that have shifted. There was a guy who did a study that says there's something that happens when you spend four or more days a week with the Lord. When you spend four or more mornings a week, it doesn't happen on three. There's something that shifts when you're that dedicated. And so these women that are reading six days a week, because we take off on Sunday, like I've seen it. I've seen it by the hundreds. I've seen them shift so 
incredibly that it makes me more on fire. And so um, we actually have um, a Bible journal coming out because when we started this uh, to read the Bible cover to cover, we bought a journal and we started doing it. And on week five, it jumped to Matthew and we all went, wait, what's going on? It just jumped to Matthew. And God was like, summer, cover to cover, cover to cover, cover to cover, cover to cover. People are not reading my word. It's put that way for a reason. Why are they skipping all around? And so we searched and searched to find a women's Bible study journal that led you cover to cover. And guess what, Jamie? Couldn't find it. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist on Amazon. So my friend was like, I think God's commissioning you to create it because it does not exist. And so I'm so excited. We've been working our tails off all year long to make this Bible study journal because of, of women like Karen, like why was Karen not successful? So we've, we're creating a community. Um, well, we have created a community. We're going to take it off of Facebook, make it more public. Um, we're going to be doing video morning readings on YouTube, all kinds of stuff. So our new mission in life, my husband and I, is we want to get as many people as possible to read the Bible cover to cover in a year. So we're going to give them community. My husband's creating an app, like all the things that we can possibly think of to surround them. Right now we have a text messaging service. So the women can get the readings every day, text message to them. So they've got no excuse to forget. Wow. So we're putting all the tools in practice to lead as many people to do it because Karen says the community of women holding her accountable and encouraging her helped her to get through it. So we're happy to tell you the journal's coming out July 10th, and then we're going to launch on August 2nd. I mean, women can start the journal anytime. You can start anytime. You can start your own group of 10. You can start your own group of 6,000 yeah. <laughs> anytime you want, but we're going to start a group on August 2nd um, officially. And if you want to, you can read the Bible cover to cover with people all over the world. We've had over 20 countries represented in this last year. So starting it, we're launching it again. And, um, I know you said we would talk about the event. Yeah. So I have an event July 10th and 11th. We have an event in San Antonio, Texas. And the event is because when we had 6,000 women come into a group, after I was bawling on the, the bathroom floor, because I was, I was bawling and shaking. I was like, I can't lead 6,000 women reading the Bible. Like I'm not a pastor's wife. I'm not a ministry leader. Like, what are you doing, Lord? Like choose someone else. I actually called my best friend. I was like, you've been in lots of Bible studies. I need you to do this. I can't, I don't know what God's doing. I can't lead women. After I had my freak out moment and he's like, yes, you can. I am qualifying you. You're good. Um, he gave me a vision of having the women come come together at the end of the year and read like the last few paragraphs of revelation together, like up on a screen voices all in unison and finishing at the same time. And so, um, I shared that with a friend and, and apparently they do that in the, the Jewish culture with the Talmud. I think is how you say it. You read one page a day. It takes seven years wow. and they do once a year, they've been doing it for a hundred years. They come together and they all read it together. And he's like, I think that's what you're creating. I didn't hear it at the time. Here we are a year later and we're about to have that event. And then we're getting ready to launch. Then the journal's coming out and Karen that I talked about, she has 300 women ready that she's going to lead. And so God is showing me that hopefully these women that are finishing will just go out and that he will multiply this yeah. and that we will get thousands upon thousands this year to read the Bible cover to cover with the journal, with the tools to help them to be successful. Cause as you and I said, like, I can give you all the tools in the world, but if you ain't spending time with Jesus, they aren't going to get activated in the way that they will, will by you being in the word. Like there is nothing greater than you being in the word and being in community. 
he made us to be in community. Yeah. He made us to uh, cheer each other on and encourage uh, each other not to be, you know, lone wolfing it. Yet a lot of us do that with our Bible. We just always are lone wolfing it. There's great personal secret time. And then it's yeah. like, and let's commune yeah. and let's talk and let's be in the word together. So that was a long rant, but no, that's <laughs> very this is the thing. I feel like people may struggle with one of two things. And one of them is lone wolfing it, like being alone, you're good being in the word, a lot of introverted people, maybe not going out in public as much, you know, in community, but you also need people to help you get where God, Jesus sent people out in twos, not in ones, twos, because he know he knew they needed to run together. He then gathered 12 people around him to go and to do and accomplish and raise them up to continue the work. Okay. And then side note, some of you are really good at being out there in the community, but you have no intimate personal relationship with the man Jesus and you're riding the community wave of what culture is saying or your church is doing. But when no one's around, you're not being transformed because you're not sitting with the one who transforms. And I know that's intense. I've been both. I have mm -hmm. been both in different areas of life. And so I just want to encourage you guys who are listening with what Summer Day is sharing, this is amazing. If you want to get through the word, which she's going to share where you can get all her info and, you know, about the event and this Bible study and this online program. I just think this is so amazing. Like, this is what else is cool. When you're being led by the Holy Spirit, he will birth things that you never thought he would birth through you while you're yes. doing it. Like, that's so crazy. I love, I love the reality of like you crying on the bathroom floor. Like, what am I supposed to do? God, what I, freaked, I, I freaked out. I called more than one person and I cried to my husband and you know, God's so gentle. He's like, you done yet? And he's, I, cause he was like, I'm never going to ask you to interpret scripture. I know that's not your thing, but I made you a gatherer of people. I gave you an extroverted personality with a gift of encouragement and enthusiasm. Yeah. I want you to go yeah. be you go cheerlead as many women as possible and get them across the finish line. So I didn't know in that moment that it was going to be perhaps my life calling because he's given us the goal to just go in 10 X like COVID is now we have never lived in a darker time. You and I, in this world, we are living in the dark ages of this lifetime and people are riddled with fear, all the things. And he was like, we are going to skyrocket this. And so he was telling me about 10 Xing and I was like, so 67,000, is that the, <gasps> I can breathe. Hold on. So uh, yeah, I'm telling everyone, God's commissioned us to sell 67,000 journals this year to lead 67,000 people through reading the Bible cover to cover. Because when I survey church going Christians, they haven't read the Bible cover to cover. There's like ministers and pastors that haven't read the Bible cover to cover. Yeah. And I'm going, wait, but that's, that's how we read books. So why are we not reading God's word cover to cover? It makes no sense. And now that I've seen countless women do it, I'm like, okay, okay. Not everyone finished. Not all 6,700 are finishing. Many of them are going to start over, but I'm like 67,000. Wow. Like if 10% finish, that's 6,700 that will all finish this year. Yeah. That gets me excited. So my husband's like, okay, let's do this next 10 years. Let's make it a goal. 1 million Christians reading the Bible cover to cover. That of course makes you want to go back on the bathroom floor. And I pray every morning, here I am, God send me. So I'm like, okay, that sounds like a mission worthy of my whole life, I'm worthy of my whole life to get as many 
actually Christians, not even new believers. I feel like the battlefield is the Christians, 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 Christians. You believe in Jesus, but you're not in his word. Be in the word every day, read it cover to cover, and then go lead others. Read it. It's time to make disciples. It's time to make disciples. What if the world doesn't get better than right now? It's time for us to make disciples and get them to have the passion to be in the word, to be radically transformed by the word of God. I feel like it, it's time to armor up. We, we threw out the entire concept of the book three weeks ago. We had all of the structure, the graphics, everything. And God said, nope, throw it all away. He's like, none of it. He, he said he wants it to be very like, like, like your time is now and warrior. And, and he's calling for Bible warriors. Yeah. That's the word he gave me. He's calling for champions of the word Bible warriors. And we have a lady who um, accepted Christ this year from being in the Bible challenge. She's on week 49 with us. And when I said, now go find other women, go find 10. She's like, I think maybe I could find one. She's almost up to 20 now. And she wasn't even a Christian. She's like, I'm a baby Christian. I said, nah, there's not a baby Christian term in the Bible. Nope. I was like, you could go get as many women as anybody else. So she's totally excited. ready to do her own group of 20. And that's, and that's, that's what I want to see. I just want to see this filter out and a million people in the next 10 years reading the Bible cover to cover. Come on. Being in God's word. <laughs> so that. if you would like to be a part of that, <laughs> come on down. Yeah. Okay. This is amazing. I love this. And, you know, I think about the times that we're in right now, the answer is found in his word. It's not found in, in our government. It's not found in what your church leaders are building. Hear me out. I mean, it can be, it is found in his word. And when, when the world comes and tries to tell you what the word of God says, you will be deceived if you do not know first what the word of God says and allow the word of God to define the word of God, not culture. Culture is really good at twisting and deceiving all of us if we're not rooted and grounded in truth into deception of what, what the word means. And so that's what the, the first thing Satan did face to face with Jesus was try to deceive him into what the world, what the word of God meant, but he knew it. And so he didn't. And so I love what Summer Day is saying. So Summer Day, where can people, what's the name of this Facebook group? Can people join it? Uh, the best thing to do is for the event is fearintofaith.com. Okay. So fearintofaith.com takes you straight to the info for the event. Um, San Antonio, Texas. So all you Texas, Texas, Texas. and we didn't even talk that part of what we did to unify these women, God said, create community and a cause. So we decided to raise money for sex trafficking in the last year. We made a goal to raise $50,000 in a year. We raised $68,000 in our first nine months. And at this event, our goal is to raise $50,000 for sex trafficking. And we've gotten sponsors to have 100 women in that room at the event who've been trafficked. So we're having hundred women who are walking in victory who were once previously trafficked at the event. So that's fearingtofaith.com for the event. If you have a heart for trafficking, you wanna be a sponsor, that info is on there. So you can go to fearintofaith.com. And then if you go to summerday.com, that's my personal website. I'll, uh, my name is spelled D-E-Y. So it's summer day with a D-E-Y. And you go to summerday.com. That will give you info about the Bible challenge um, where you can sign up to be in the group. 
and, and, and get ready to, to jumpstart. And if you're a leader in your community, I would love to bless you. It's just a huge discount. If you want to buy journals in bulk, you know, uh, we keep saying every dollar that comes in on these journals, like we're just going to spend it back out there to get it marketing, whatever it's going to take every dollar going back out. We also are going to do, we're working with some organizations, every journal bought, we're going to purchase Bibles and get Bibles in the hands of people who don't know God yet. So I'm excited about that too. So it's okay, a million Christians, and then let's get a million Bibles yeah. um, in the hands of those who have not heard the name of Jesus yet. I love that. I love that so much. That's, where you can get info. That's perfect. Okay. So you guys, summerday.com, I would say is the ultimate place to go. And fearintofaith.com if you're interested in going to this event, which I highly encourage you. I will, if I'm in town, I will be there. So I want you, I want you guys to to know that. Um, I say if I'm in town personal because you are on my guest list. I might be out of town that week and we haven't decided yet. So that's why I'm saying that. But anyways, I'm super pumped that you, you're doing this. You're the real deal. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for encouraging my people. Can you take a moment and pray over those who are tuning in right now? Oh my gosh. Yes. I live for praying, especially for people I don't know. I just love, love, love praying. So I will. Oh, Heavenly Father, first and foremost, thank you. Thank you for being in our lives. Thank you that we know you, that we live in this world and we're blessed to know you. And there are so many on this planet that do not know you. They do not know your love and they do not know what it's like to live fully in the joy of the Lord. So thank you that we know you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity to be on this call and to, uh, to spread that love and that message of joy of Jesus to others. Lord, thank you. Thank you for uh, Jamie Lynn and what she's doing and her podcast and her message. And I just pray that you continue to bless and flourish the work of her hands. And Lord, I just pray for the people that are listening to this message, especially those that have been broken by fear. Lord, I pray that you would just penetrate the deep recesses of their heart right now to know that you are speaking to them in this moment, that you have brought them to this podcast, not by accident, but by your power, Lord, because this message is for them, that you are calling out to their heart, that you are crying out to them. Do not fear. Do not fear my sweet, sweet child. And that you want them to be surrendered to faith. You want to bless them. Lord, let them be transpired in this moment and be convicted to be in your word. Especially believers that have been walking with you for a long time. Lord, let them wake up to want to hunger. Let them be inserted to be champions, Bible champions of your word, Lord. Raise up new leaders. Raise up new leaders that will do a Facebook Live with 6,700 people who want to be in your word, cover to cover, Lord. Just get this message out that it's about you and about spending time in those secret places with you. And then it's about being in community. So much community was lost with COVID, Lord. So I pray for those that are hurting, that are not in community, for those that are crying out literally to be hugged by others, that you would get them to this event because we would love to be in person with them. We would love to lay hands on them. We would love to hug them. We would love to wipe away their tears, Lord. So I pray for those listening that you would move mountains to get them in the room. Those that are hurting, those that are uh, even uh, extrovert personalities that have just felt that, that heaviness from not being around people and not being around others, Lord. I pray that you make ways for them to be in that room. And we thank you. We praise you for the bodies that you will bring in there and how the Holy Spirit will show up and how it will break chains off of people. 
And Lord, I pray for chains to be broken off of those who are listening right now. Lord, I pray that you show up and show off mightily that there are, there are women that are listening that literally can hear the chains and feel the chains and feel the fire in their belly and the soul that you are calling them to. Lord, let them radically shift as I did when I got to go to Israel and be baptized in the Jordan River. I left changed. Give them that moment right now in their life that they would feel your presence so strongly. They would feel radically changed. Thank you so much for your airwaves and your time to sow into the lives of other lords. And Lord, and I just pray that the ripple effect from this is huge. And here we are, Lord, send us where you would have us go. And I pray that those listening repeat these words. Here I am, Lord, send me. I'm ready. I'm ready to let go of fear and step into faith, whatever that looks like, however messy it is, to go and serve others. And we praise this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. This is such a profound, beautiful time. Thank you for living what you say. Thank you for your, I love your call to lead people to the word. Um, I love that you guys have sold everything and you're on the, on the road with the Holy Spirit. I think it's amazing. I actually think it's probably, um, I feel like there's somebody listening in who's going to feel encouraged to sell everything and go. You've been hearing that and you didn't know if it was really him and you feel like you're, you're hearing him and it's time to go. And you'll, you, you have more specifics of what that even means. And when you have more clarity like that, go, we're here yeah. for you. And so I'm sure if you even reached out to Summer Day through Instagram or something, she would love to encourage you in some way and not to put that on you. Not that a million people are going to be going to you, or I wouldn't be doing that to you. But, um, but anyways, I just thank you so much for your time. Go to summerdaydey.com for more information. If you want to go to the event, I highly encourage you to go fearintofaith.com. And if you guys are finding value in this podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe, leave a written review, share it with your friend, your auntie, your uncle, whoever it is. I love meeting you guys out and about as I'm traveling and hearing the feedback. And so um, please also go to YouTube. You can give it a thumbs up. I don't know all these things. Push the notification button. or the <laughs> I don't know all of that, but those of you who are watching on YouTube, I love you guys. Thanks for being here. And I'm being more intentional posting things on YouTube. So anyways. Thank you for being part of the tribe and we'll catch you next week on Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Wall now.